You're listening to Earshot from WXXI News. I'm Veronica Volk. This week, Rochester's Central Library is brimming with books and other items that people check out every day. But look deeper and you'll find some real treasures. Because we were coming across stuff that was making our jaw drop. That's coming up on your local news podcast, Earshot. Hi, this is Evan Dawson from WXXI, and if you're enjoying Earshot, then you'll want to subscribe to our other podcast, Connections with Evan Dawson. That's me. On the podcast, you can catch up on discussions about current events, arts, politics, and interesting people. Subscribe to Connections with Evan Dawson, where you subscribe to Earshot from WXXI News. Over at the Rochester Central Library, staff are combing through a vast collection, and they're finding some big surprises. My colleague Beth Adams spent some time over there, and she has this story about some of the items that have surfaced and what they can tell us about our history. Librarian Bob Shuffle rolls a long metal cart out of a storage area on the second floor of the Rundell Memorial Building of the Rochester Public Library. Piled on top of the cart are rare books and other historical gems. I have been here for 40 plus years and I'm just familiar with a lot of the things that were in this collection. So he's in the process of cataloging dozens of relics. Because we were coming across stuff that was making our jaw drop. Like a complete set of Edward Curtis photographs. At the start of the 20th century, Curtis traveled deep into Native American territory to document their way of life before the federal government destroyed it. Sheffel said one of his colleagues just happened to stumble upon these volumes in the library's stacks. We decided that we needed to be addressing these items more. You know, obviously we had some gems on hand. We didn't want to see them go to waste or, you know, just disappear or if somebody had a sharp idea to come in and, (laughs) you know, make some money on eBay. Some of these items come from the collection of the Reynolds Library. It opened in 1886 before the Rochester Public Library even existed. Sheffel sorts through a stack of other materials dating back a hundred or more years. Okay, where do I start? How about the spirit writing? Otherwise known as psychography or automatic writing, spirit writing became popular in the late 19th and early 20th centuries during the golden age of spiritualism. The writer believed their hand was being guided by some outside force delivering a message from beyond. This yellowed page we're looking at is covered with a large cursive scrawl. Actually, if you look hard enough, it's it's backwards. I can't make any of it out, can you? Well, I see the word upset. That else is not to upset from the a year, but to make her plans as if there were mine. It sounds to me like he's talking from the spirit world and to uh, a loved one. You know, one of those things like, you know, just be fine type of thing. Real or not, who can say? An otherwise ordinary book in the collection is special because of the handwriting inside of it. No, these aren't the words of a spirit, but a silent film star. Louise Brooks lived in Rochester for the last few decades of her life, and apparently she spent some time at the library looking at a memoir of W.C. Fields, written by his mistress, the actress Carlotta Monti. W.C. Fields and me. It was just down in the biography section. 
waiting to be taken out a million times. And we had a guy up here who was a Louise Brooks fanatic. And he came up with this and said, do you know that she's written all over this book? We immediately went nuts, and we even used like online sources to confirm that the handwriting in here is hers. I Let's really see. Do. Let's well, see this handwriting. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and some funny stuff. I can't show you all the things. Like Louise Brooks would write things like, without booze and money, this book would be 120 blank pages. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just a riot. <laughs> this is a nice snarky thing. This unknown dame's sacrifices for fields are heartbreaking. And I don't think she means that in a kind way. (laughs) There's just things all over it. Next, Shuffle lifts off the cart several volumes of Huff's American Woods, published in 1888. On each page are actual slices from different trees. And he took them from three different sections of the tree, transverse, radial, and tangential. There's page after page of paper-thin slices of wood samples from hundreds of varieties of North American trees. That's recent history compared to what we see next. A piece of paper so old it's turned brown. The date is 1792, a document dating back to the start of the development of what would eventually become the city of Rochester. This is the Indian Allen deed. The first plot of land sold by Ebenezer Allen to Benjamin Barton, who was an entrepreneur of the time, probably the first Rochester entrepreneur. I'm not going to go into the whole history of Ebenezer Allen. He is quite the character. He was also called Indian Allen because he consorted with the Native Americans at the time. But he was, uh, they were in the process of building like mills along the river. And Barton wanted some of that. Fact is that this is ground zero for the city. These treasures librarian Bob Scheffel has been describing are just a small sampling of the historical gems you'll find at the Rochester Central Library. There are also Frederick Douglass newspapers, video cassette recordings of old television shows, an autograph collection, a doll collection, and much more. Once everything is cataloged, the library plans to promote these on social media and put them on display from time to time, but Scheffel says that could take some time. Beth Adams is the host of Morning Edition on WXXI. And that's it for Earshot. Subscribe to this podcast to get new episodes in your feed every Friday. Find even more local news on our website, wxxinews.org. Music this week from Blue Dot Sessions and Poddington Bear. I'm Veronica Volk. Thanks for listening. This program is a production of member-supported WXXI Public Broadcasting, Rochester, New York.